<laughs> yeah. That's right. Oh, yeah. Husk, what's up? Living your truth. I know what I want and I know what I need. Living my truth is really hard, but it's setting me free. Ain't got no time for the faking, cause the love is the point. The love, if they baby. knock me down, then I, I get up. Dust myself off, love myself in the best way. They want you to fall and have nothing to say. Don't make a move, don't make a move, don't make a sound. Don't make a sound. I've come too far, I've come too far to give up now. I know that's right. This is Living Your Truth with Tavares. I am Tavares. We have a very special guest today, Ms. Marcia Hawkins. How you doing today? What up, what up, what up? Hi, everybody. How you doing today? I'm wonderful. <laughs> you sound terrific. How you been? Good. You know, busy, traveling, working, grinding, sorority, just making it do what it do. I love your energy. Right on. So happy to hear that you've been very active. And so, you know, here on Living Your Truth, we're all about inclusion, no exclusion. And just to kind of set the, the, the stage a little bit, this is season two. So we started season two off with you. So welcome. I feel so privileged and honored. Thank you for letting me <laughs> part. That's what's up. And so usually what we, we'll roll into is we'll stick to a, a message. You haven't heard this yet, but I'm going to share it with you. And I, I thought it would be appropriate. We will talk about faith today. Wow. Yeah. Look at God. God, yeah. God wanted us to talk about this topic because he knows I've been struggling. In <laughs> I so, said, I knew the virus was going to come with the spiritual jam on a certain day. <laughs> this is why I was looking so forward to this interview because I knew when you and I rock together and we get the vibrations going, it's always a very good time and it's always filled with love and depth and so give the people a little background on you marcia please sure my name is marcia hawkins i am originally from cleveland heights ohio um i've been living in los angeles since 2006 um i'm a corporate professional managing a sales team for a fortune 50 company however most people know me as the red carpet host extraordinaire interviewing celebrities for uh, movie premieres, TV shows, uh, any music award shows, just always on the red carpet, getting the tea, as they say. Nice, nice. And so, again, if you guys are just not tuning in, this is Living Your Truth. I am Tavares. We have a very special queen in the building. Miss Marcia Hawkins has joined us today. And so we're talking about faith and what that means to you, Marcia, while you are on your journey and living your truth. I know for myself, um, my faith is very strong, not only in myself, but in a very spiritual way. I grew up in a Christian home, so um, I know how strong it must be when it comes to living our truth and being the best versions of ourselves. Absolutely. What do you, what do you have to add to that? Give the people a little something that they could, you know, hang their hat on here. Absolutely. Faith, um, for, especially for those of us I identify as believers, is extremely important to um, have in your life because 
everything you ask God for is not always going to happen on your time, right? So Mm -hmm. if you don't have faith in God to deliver, then that can trigger the spirit of anxiety, of of depression. Uh, People, especially here in LA and the entertainment industry, uh, suicide and all types of uh, spirits that attack the mind. You know, it's really a battle of the mind, right? So faith is really what holds us to being balanced and emotionally and mentally and spiritually healthy uh, because you know God's going to deliver, but God's going to deliver when he wants to deliver, not because we say right now. God sometimes will say, I'm going to do that thing. I'm going to bless you with a house, but you yeah. might have to wait 10 years before you get that blessing. So mm. um, like I said, it's, it's very important, but it's not always easy um, because um, our ways are not God's ways. So sometimes you can have faith in something, but if it's not God's will, you know, it, it may not come to pass. I say that in a general sense of, Lots, lots of people want to be millionaires, but we all know the majority of people here in this country are not going to be millionaires, right? Correct. So it's, it's it's a battle, you know. You can believe, but for a large majority of people, it may never happen. I love the way you just broke that down, and so that's a perfect segue right into my first question. And if you're just now tuning in, this is Living Your Truth. I am Tavares. We have Marcia Hawkins at the building this afternoon, and look. You probably are going to hear some things on the show that you normally wouldn't hear. That is okay. Stay locked in. Because here on Living Your Truth, we are all about inclusion, not exclusion. Everyone's truth looks and sounds different. So let's not judge nobody. We don't do that here, right? We don't throw shade here. We show, we show nothing but love. So um, right into my first question. And thank you again for being here, Marcia. It's such a pleasure. Absolutely. Uh, how is Living Your Truth helping you right now? I would say living my truth allows me to be honest with myself about where I am in life, how I feel, and to take healthy steps to stay balanced and mentally, spiritually, and emotionally healthy. I think a lot of times we want to suppress how we feel, especially culturally as Black people, right? We don't want to talk about how we feel. We want to suppress it or, um, you know, draw to other things to fill that void, right? If, if yeah. Like me, I'm 38. I want to be married. I want to have children. It hasn't happened yet. I've got, I've had two myomectomies. I've worked with a fertility doctor for about a year and wasn't successfully able to move forward and freeze my eggs. So I'm at a place of a mm. battle of faith. I have moments of great faith. And then mm-hmm. I have moments of extreme discouragement where I'm like, God, did you forget about me? You know, God, I sacrificed <clears throat> these things uh, thinking you would bless me in this area of my life. And I'm sitting here like, man, you know, everything's going great. I got my money's right. Job is right. Sorority's mm-hmm. right. Friends right. Family's right. But, you know, that's 80% of my life. But, you know, husband and children hasn't come to pass. And um, each year it's like, man, you know, so my truth is on the outside looking in, people think Marcia has it all together. You know, she's got a perfect life. She's okay. balling. She's shot calling. But in the reality is, no, in the midnight hour, I cry too. In the midnight wow. hour, I have anxiety too. In the midnight hour when I'm by myself and it's just me and my thoughts, right? I'm not distracted. Yeah. When I'm out, out at night, kicking it, traveling on a plane, drinking, mm. church, whatever it is, sorority. My brain and my time is occupied, so I'm not with my thoughts. But usually at nighttime when I'm with my thoughts, that's when the attack happens. And living my truth is 
mm. and I'm going through it too, like other people. Like just because I have fun and I'm blessed, I'm going through a season right now where I'm uncertain about my love life and family life and my future. And it's very scary, you know? So that's my truth. My truth wow. is I don't have it all together. Like everybody thinks that I do. I, I experience the same emotions that others do. Maybe major difference is I don't put all my business out on social media like a lot of people do. You know, <laughs> True. No. You know telling the whole world, hey, you know, but no, I'm, I'm, I'm going through it too. And I'm praying and crying my way uh, through this time of uncertainty. Wow. Thank you for being so transparent and so raw. If you're just now tuning in, this is Living Your Truth with Tavares. We have Miss Marcia Hawkins in the building. And look, she's being very transparent. Thank you for going there. Um, I relate to that and I connect to that. And I love the fact that you are just being so raw, like just so uncut. You're so transparent. And so when it comes to those midnight hours, you said something. You said that's when the attack happens. Yes. Wow. Um, please, let's dig into that a little bit. So that attack that takes place, what are some of the feelings that come over you in that moment um, of being a, you know, attacked like that? Yes. So, um, and you know me, because you're inviting me to the show, I'm going to always keep it 100 and I'm going to take it. Sure, sure. Absolutely. Right. Thank so you. Um, as a believer, I believe in something called spiritual warfare, you know, yeah. mm -hmm. um, and I know not everybody listening may not be a believer, but for those who are believers or uh, believe in spiritual warfare mm -hmm. um, as believers to me, I feel like our lives are a constant battle between uh, the spiritual realm and the earthly realm, you know, the carnal and the mm -hmm. supernatural, you know, yeah. where our decisions in life, everyday decisions in life are, do I operate in the flesh? You know, this person on the road just cut me off. Do I operate in the flesh and put my window down and curse them out or flip them the bird? Or do I be Christ-like, right? And yeah. ignore it, like, you know what, Lord, bless them anyway, right? Yep. So earlier this year, oh. for people who know me personally, um, on December 26th, actually, of last year, both my parents, who are in Ohio, were admitted to the hospital with COVID-19. Um, oh my, my dad got off the hospital within 24 hours and was recovering at home, you know, not 100%, but doing much better than my mother. But my mother, um, you know, ended up taking a turn for the worst to a point where on the 29th, which was three days after admittance, the hospital yeah. called me to say, your mom is not doing good. We had to rush her to ICU. Uh, we're calling you because we need your permission to intubate her. We think we might have to intubate and put her on a ventilator. And I, I lost it. You know, I, I've never been in a situation like that before. Mm. I didn't know what to do, what to think. I prayed, I cried and said, call my dad and said, do whatever it takes to save my mother. Um, but God is good. My mom is still here with us. She was in the hospital Amen. 37 days. That's wow. a long time. 37 days battling COVID and wow. she's progressing, but she's not 100%. She's on oxygen. Um, at home, you know, my daddy's her caregiver. Uh, you know, he does the cooking and the laundry. You know, she's she's not the same mover and shaker she was before COVID. Um, mm -hmm. My mom worked out four to five days a week. And now, you know, she's not independent, not driving. She's just progressing. So with that context, that experience that I went through from December 26th to present has triggered a feeling that I never felt before of an overwhelming fear of dying alone. Like. Wow. That wow. is probably the primary thought 
and mental battle I am facing um, in the midnight hour where literally it's like the enemy is attacking my mind. Like mm. it, it's, 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 it's overwhelming. And I don't know if it's something that anybody listening has experienced, but it's literally this feeling of like, Oh my goodness, I've had my health challenges in life and my mom and dad, particularly my mother have, has always been there for me. Last year I had a major surgery, my second myomectomy. My mom flew out to LA and took care of me. So now that my mom is unwell, right? She can't travel. My dad's not going to leave my mom's side to come see about me. So in my mind, it's this feeling of like, oh my goodness, if something happens to me, if the doctor gives me another set of negative uh, medical report, who's going to take care of me? I don't have a child to come back and take care of mama. I don't have a, I don't have a life partner. I don't have somebody significant. And of course, people say, oh, you have all these friends. Your friends can take care of you. Yada, yada, yada. But at the end of the day, friends I don't expect life. my friends to leave their spouses and their children to be at my beck and call 24-7. So that's the battle I'm facing. Very well put. Oh, my goodness. And you know what? I can actually relate to the dying alone. That was a fear of mine many years ago. Um, and it stuck around for a long time. I really didn't know what it was about. I mean, I knew... For myself, it was probably, and I'm sure, related to abandonment issues with my father not being around. Right. So I equated that. So I can definitely relate. And thank you for being so transparent. And I hope your parents are doing much, much better. We definitely want anyone who's been um, just embraced by COVID. Like, we want them to be as well as possible. Like, that stuff is no joke. And everyone has been like, you know, people are still trying to get better. And I know there's a whole lot of things that we don't even know in terms of like, you know, the amount of cases that are still going on, even though they're lifting these mask mandates, right? So I know there's plenty of that going on still in the world. With my next question, and thank you again, Marcia, for being here. We really appreciate you. Absolutely. I'm having a good time keeping it all the way 100. <laughs> you, hey, I'm saying for everyone listening, again, this is Living Your Truth with Tavares and this new season, season two, you're going to be experiencing. I really want to just get more personal with the guests and really just make it more of an organic experience, more than it's already been. And I'm very thankful for that. But I'm very thankful to have Marcy here because she's really providing that energy and that vibration that I really want the show to have moving forward because we've had great feedback and people are, you know, emailing us and, and sending DMs or whatnot. So I really want to pay attention to what people are feeling, hearing. Um, we do have many who do listen. And one of my biggest reasons for having the show is to assist folks, even while they're at home listening in the comfort of their own home. I wanted individuals to feel like they can come to the show, listen in, enjoy it, and perhaps have a few takeaways. And I, I'm, I'm pretty confident that a lot of what you're sharing, Marcia, is landing with folks. Which brings me to my next question here. What's the best part about living your truth? Mm, the best part about living your truth, um, I would say, is knowing that the battle or the storm isn't just for you. Meaning the difficulties and the challenges and the obstacles that we face in life, right? It's yeah. not just for the sake of it or just for the heck of it. Like, I'm just doing this just because, right? Right. This is for somebody else. Like, God 
can use anybody. And he allows us to go through things to help and be a testimony to others. Right. I cannot tell you how many times that I have met strangers who I didn't know mm -hmm. and divine assignment or divine appointment or divine interaction led me to minister to somebody, right? Wow. Who was at the end of the rope, somebody who was depressed, somebody who was suicidal, discouraged, mm. whatever it is. And by me sharing whatever aspect of my life of mm. something that I went through that I overcame, it blessed and helped them and actually altered maybe that path. You know what I mean? It's like, you don't know what people are going through, what people are dealing with, because a lot of people aren't going to share it with you. Just like I say, I don't, I don't post my struggles on social media. Like I don't want somebody to attack me or kick me while I'm down. Right. I right. keep things personal and private and only share kind of with my most inner trusted circle, which is, mm -hmm. you know, less than a handful of people, you know, that would even know um, what I'm going through. So I feel like it's really to be a testimony uh, to help other people who might be going through presently things that you've already been through. So yep. You could let them know there's, um, glory and joy on the other side and then i also mm. think it's to give god glory like of course god is so sovereign and i think it's like he wants us to still give him glory um for allowing us to wake up see another day be blessed things like that like times i've gotten a job and it's like i don't even know how i got that or things i booked in the entertainment industry when i was you know, pursuing that uh you know acting and, and things of that nature just different opportunities and shows it was like, God, I gave you the glory. I didn't even audition for that show. And uh, you who had a producer call me, you know, who remembered me four years earlier and said, you don't even have to audition. We'll pay you more than everybody else. And then that led to me being on the Today Show in New York City. I mean, just different things. It's just yeah. God is like, just give me the glory and the honor. I'm, I'm going to hold you down. But don't act like you did this all on your own. And, and a lot of people do that. A lot of people get arrogant, especially here in Hollywood, you know, the land of... Yeah. Fame, fortune, and and uh, celebrity, and, and things like that. Um, what does the scripture say in the Bible? Where it says, uh, uh, "What is it called? Um, pride, uh, pride comes before the fall." And a, a, what is it? Pride. Oh, pride comes before destruction, and a hearty, a haughty heart comes before the fall. Uh. So it's like you you can't live your life prideful because if you do, you gonna fall. You, you're not gonna be able to stay on that pedestal. Every time you are gonna fall down. I love how you broke that down. It's, you know, you touched on something a moment ago about how you may be traveling and you will run into some more brief interaction. I think we've all kind of probably been there in an airport or bus station or, you know, light rail, whatever. And I think it's, I know for myself, when that has happened, it has always not only struck me as odd, but more importantly, as like a gift, like one of the gifts that were just given out like that day. I've always felt like when we randomly come across people and we share our stories, and like you just said, you never know what someone else is going through. Right. Share our stories, and it makes that type of an impact to the point where, you know, that person may either offer to buy you lunch or they may, you know, just offer to say, you know what, thank you. And it's because I truly believe that the power in sharing is what you just explained. Yeah. You never know what someone else is going through. Sometimes just us venting, there's a reason behind that outside of the venting session. 
You know what I'm saying? And so I love the way you broke that down. So thankful to have you here on the show. If you guys are just now tuning in, it is Living Your Truth with Tavares. This is Miss Marcia Hawkins that we're talking to, and she's been just so transparent. I mean, starting off season two like this, yeah. And that's why I said faith. And uh, let me just go to my next question, because Marcia, you got it lit up in here. I say thank you so much. Um, So, you know, there's seven characteristics of faith. Uh, faith is grace. Faith is certain. Faith seeks understanding. Faith is not opposed to science. Faith is necessary for salvation. Grace enables faith. And for some, faith is the beginning of eternal life. And so my third question to you is, and I think you've, you've, you've kind of tapped on this, but feel free to elaborate a little bit more. How do you overcome self-doubt, especially with your experience in Hollywood, um, the callbacks? I've been there as well. I know the stress that all that can have on a person waiting for the phone to ring, you know, the whole hurry up and get ready concept in, in L.A. How do you overcome self-doubt? Marcia? Hear me? Hello? There you are. Okay. There you go. See what patience does? Got to be a little patient. And then she comes right back. I love that. Yeah. Sorry about that. Um, no worries. Did you hear my question, though? Yes, I did. Yes, I did. I don't know right. go ahead. how that just went out. But like, the devil's a lie. Um, hey. no. <laughs> when I was pursuing entertainment, um, I had a goal in my head. I said, if I don't make it to, you know, this level of wealth or this level of success in the industry by the time I'm 30, Okay. I'm, I'm quitting acting, right? I'm I'm not doing any of that unless somebody calls me with a guaranteed job. So there's multiple answers to that, and I'll stick to two. So on okay. one hand, depending on what it is, it's like, you know what? Maybe this isn't for me, and let me focus on something where I'm not constantly faced with a struggle. You know what I mean? Which corporate America for me was a more secure career path. And I have a job that I actually love. I make, you know, six figures. I do well. I'm independent, live on my own. So for me, when it comes to like my career, it was deciding no longer to pursue that career path, right? Because mm -hmm. I, 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 you know, I knew I grew up a certain way. I didn't struggle. And I'm like, I don't want to be in my 30s, in my 40s, in my 50s, still trying to be a big, big time actress. But mm -hmm. I can't afford to buy a home. I can't afford to I know, you know, have children or husband or just all those kind of practical things that I think a lot of people desire. So for me, it was leaving that, right? I do right. hosting on the side, but hosting doesn't pay my bills, right? right? So that's one half of it. But the other half of it literally is me speaking a word over myself. Meaning, I, like I said, in the midnight hour, I'll have nights where I'm like, man, Will I ever get married? Will I ever have kids? And I'll cry. You know, I'll really just really cry. Tears will stream down my face. I'll put on gospel music. And it's really like a battle between the enemy telling me something and God saying, have faith. It's just like this battle in my head. And sometimes it's a song say by um, Donald Lawrence that says, encourage yourself. Sometimes you got to encourage yourself. Sometimes, sometimes it's not about calling friends and asking other people to pray for you, encourage you and tell you things. It's like, no, nah, Marcia, you know, you're more than a conqueror. You know what God said about you. You know, God said anything you ask in my name, that will I do. You know, the scripture, you know, the Bible front to back, back to front. So I lay in that bed and I say, devil, I cast you out of my head. I cast you out of my mind. I cast you out of my spirit. I am a child of God. I am a child of the most high. I like legit start speaking in tongues and speaking a word and speaking that holy language. 
And literally in the midnight hour, laying in my bed or sometimes standing, I will feel a shift like in the atmosphere, inside my body, nice. where it's like I'm going from this sunken, sad, discouraged place of almost like the enemy is trying to uh, trigger the spirit of depression. Mm. And then now within that moment, because I knew how to speak life over myself, then it's like, wait a minute. I don't feel that that feeling anymore. Like, I'm good. Like, God got me. That's what's up. I love, love, love the way you broke that down. I love, the again, just the, the authenticity when you speak, you feel it. Like, I feel you, your spirit. I feel your light. I feel your passion, your pain, the love, the anguish, the overcoming of the obstacle. I feel all that when you speak. Man, I love talking to you already. Got to have you back on the show. You're going to come back later on, right? Absolutely. It, look, oh, yeah, gotta have look you if I'm not on a plane, you, I got you. Thank you. I appreciate that. So my next question, I'm going I'm, to I'm keep rolling here. If you guys are just now tuning in, this is Living Your Truth with Tavares. I know that you are hearing some things that you normally wouldn't hear, and that is okay. Please stay locked in. Please stay locked in because there is something here for everybody. It's okay for us to all be different, but be able to learn from each other. Okay? Okay. That's what we're doing here. So, Marcia, how do you believe living your truth can help others? Mm. Ooh, I love, hold on, wait, 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 wait. Just the way that you responded to that just lets me, lets me tell myself, get ready. So, I'm ready. Yeah. Go ahead. So living my truth can help others. Um, I think it's human nature to mm. want the buy-in or the acceptance of other people, Ooh. whether it's your family, whether it's your peers, your coworkers, your colleagues, your friends. People want to feel accepted. People want to feel supported. Mm -hmm. uh, people want to feel like mm -hmm. their decisions are validated. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But in this journey called life, yeah. And being a believer, right, which adds multiple layers, right, because sure. we're called to live a higher standard. Uh, living your truth is not always easy. I'll give you a very raw, transparent example. Please do. Tell them. So uh, I grew up, you know, I'd say middle class, upper middle class, two parent household, oldest of three kids, Christian family, you know, educated parents, you know, just um, and my father was very strict on me. Okay. Uh, you know, wasn't allowed to date, wasn't really allowed to listen to secular music. Just, I think my daddy had pure intentions, but naturally when you're a teenager, you see everybody else doing certain things. You want to experience certain things, right? So I was sheltered. So when I tried to sneak, right, and date and do things that my parents didn't approve of, um, I was 17 and I got raped. Um, okay. And at the time, I thought it was my fault because of the church and the teachings and, you know, a woman should be a virgin when she gets married and, you know, you, dating is for the purposes of, you know, just all these teachings, biblical teachings, spiritual teachings. I thought, oh, this is my punishment for being disobedient to my parents and God. Oh my and I God. kept it a secret for four years wow. and it altered my ability to trust men. Right. So that happened wow. and I kept it a secret, dealt with it, 
um, was actually at the time faced with a large possibility of being pregnant from it oh based on the logistics of what happened. But God and plan B is good because I was never pregnant from that experience. But I suppressed it, meaning I didn't go to therapy. I didn't tell a soul. I, I dealt with it. You know what I mean? I dealt with it oh how my. I felt it needed to be dealt with at that time. About a year, you know, a few months after that incident, I met a professional athlete. Um, I was in Toronto for Carabana and a guy I was trying not to talk to because I was guarded. But he was very persistent um, and pursued me. And we ended up having a long distance relationship my freshman year of college. And I started college at 17. Keep in mind, sheltered church girl. And yeah. that ended when I found out that he was cheating on me. Basically, I was the main chick, you know, in that professional athlete wow. lifestyle. They got a main chick that everybody knows about, girlfriend, wife, whoever, and then all these side pieces. And again, because I was sheltered, I had no idea what I was getting into. Mm, mm, mm. So when that happened to me and I found out the truth of what was really happening, I was devastated, depressed, mm. did not have the energy to shower. Like my love that I thought that I had for him and finding out that he had lied and betrayed the trust, it hurt me in a way that I had never been hurt before in life. Wow. And I think it was two back-to-back uh heartaches you know the professional athlete cheating and then the first guy that i snuck and dated you know ended up raping me you know mm-hmm. those two things compounded got me to a place where i literally said god if you spare me from this pain that i'm feeling i give my body back to you you know based upon my belief system you know my teachings wow. you know i'm not supposed to be fornicating I'm, you know all of that of course, and of that course. led me to be abstinent for 15 years wow like no sex you know, out of those 15 years, I could actually say sexually pure for eight of them. And when I say sexually pure, people might say, well, what's the difference between abstinence and being sexually pure? Abstinence is abstaining from sexual intercourse. That, that's the, you know, black and yeah. white definition. But sexual purity is like, I'm not doing other things. I'm not doing oral sex. I'm not touching. Yeah, not, none of know, that stuff. Yeah, I'm, I'm yeah. legit like, it's just me and Jesus. That's it. And so living my truth uh, in that season was difficult because I would meet guys, great guys, guys that loved me. Mm-hmm. They're like, Marcia, I don't know if I could do this whole wait till marriage thing. Like, I like you, I'm digging you, but I'm human and I'm, I, I got emotions. I got sexual needs and uh, I don't want to cheat on you and hurt you, but I don't know when we're getting married. I don't know if that's going to be a year from now, two years from now, three years from now. So I can't just, just keep dating you. And that need not being fulfilled. So looking back, there was a lot of guys that, you know, we had to go our separate ways because my commitment to God and my commitment to myself in that specific area of my life, I was unwavering. Yep. And I can be transparent and say it wasn't just because of my religion or my spiritual belief or like the fear of God. It wasn't just that. It was also me watching friends, acquaintances, and women that I was close to and seeing just all the heartache and pain that they would go through in these relationships from what people don't want to talk about, but soul ties. I don't care what anybody says. Soul ties are real. And they can definitely happen from sex. You know, and they affect people differently. It is more common for it to affect women more than men. But, you know, men, too, you know, you you can have a soul time. You know, you're we're in that 
particular moment, we're exchanging energies. Yes. And so, and those energies run deep. They are definitely more than just skin deep. That's for sure. Like, as you said, soul ties. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you. So, in living your truth, and I'm so sorry that you've experienced those moments in your life. I'm listening to you, and girl, woman, queen, you are strong. Thank you. About it. Um, I just thank you so much for being just so transparent and for sharing. I mean, see, this is what living your truth, for anyone who's just now tuning in, this is what living your truth, this is why we created the podcast. This is why we created a safe space. Marcia Hawkins is absolutely nailing it because this is her truth. This is what I'm sure you have already helped several, several people. I mean, we're on in 46 countries. So I know you've helped many, many people just by sharing your story. So thank you so, so much. I just can't say thank you enough because I'm hearing it. It's raw. And, you know, we've hung out and I've seen you face to face. You're beautiful. You're gorgeous. You're a light. You're, you're, you're definitely a boss. You handle your business. And you know what? I'm hearing things for the first time that I never knew. And it's like, you have been doing the work. So good mm -hmm. for you. You Thank have been you. doing the work. You have been, even though you may feel attacked at night. Look, one thing you're, you're, you're right about is you are not alone there. Yeah. You're alone there. Cause I know at night, um, and it's because we're not distracted. It's because right. our brain is finally getting a chance to just rest for a yeah. moment. And then everything else, all those other crazy negative thoughts, they start to impede. So I do understand your, uh, your, your feeling there. My last question to you is, and, you know, I know I said thank you a lot, but I really appreciate your vibe right now. I really, 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 really do. My last question is, are you living your best truth? I would say... Yes, because I am, I, I've done the work. I've spent, I'm yes. 38 now combined. Yes. I would say I spent probably a total of three to four years in, mm -hmm. on and off in therapy, okay. um, which is something that I think a lot of black men and women need to do and don't do, right? They don't realize that their their traumas are affecting their present day decisions and their um, ability or inability to love properly right Tell um so Ooh. i've done that so that way i wouldn't take traumas into my marriage when that time comes that what i wouldn't do that i wouldn't um hold my future husband accountable or responsible for everything that happened before he entered my life right mm. that yeah. i could learn how to forgive and reconcile with my parents and with people and friends and sorors and ships and anybody in my life where there was contention or conflict, right? Like right. now I can truly say, despite the attacks on the midnight hour, I am emotionally healthy. I can, I can disagree without being disagreeable. I can yeah. express my feelings in a respectful, calm tone without having the spirit of contention or being a contentious woman. I don't have uh -huh. to use profanity. I don't have to yell, you know. Um, I also now have the ability to cry. For many years, my line sisters and AKA can tell you, when we pledge, I shed no tears. Most of them, if not all but me, cried at different points. I shed no tears. My heart was so hardened by trauma. I don't think a man 
really could have penetrated me for a long time internally because my heart was hardened. It's like I was in a space of I'm not going to get hurt again, yeah. played again, lied to, cheated mm-hmm. on. My heart is hard. I'm not letting you access those parts of me. Um, but now, Tavares, I'm ready. I'm go. ready to love and be loved. There I'm ready go. to, for the right man at the right time, jump into an abyss of the unknown with the confidence and security that if I believe you are for me and you believe I am for you and we have God at the center of our union and our relationship, then let's do this thing called life together. Hey, hey. I'm at a place of surrender where it's like, God, I don't know what the future holds and I am battling discouragement and faith and uncertainty But God, it's like, I'm surrendering. And in this place of surrender, it's like, God, I feel called to be a mother. It's not just this, I want to be. It's like, and this is going to sound deep, but it's like, I can see my son and daughter in the spiritual realm. Like, mama, when are you going to usher us out of the spiritual, down to earth, into the natural? And I'm like, babies, hold on. I'm waiting on your father to arrive. I'm waiting on my husband to be revealed. So it's, it's, that's what I feel. So it's, I'm just, God help me when I'm weak. You be my strength when I'm weak. I don't know what the future holds. I don't know what the appointed time is, Mm -hmm. but I know what you said. And if I believe it, then it is. So it shall come to pass. So I'm going to say yes. Because everything that I played for, even though I'm 38 and I've got these health things and this, that, and the third, it's like, Marcia, God got you. Just remember that. I believe you. I absolutely believe that. I believe you. And hey, I see my therapist every Thursday at three o'clock. So there it is. So (laughs) So I'm definitely uh, an advocate for self-love, self-care, mental health, um, I believe, and definitely getting any type of assistance that one may feel they require to be better. I'm definitely on board with that. It's absolutely an essential part of life, especially today, coming through the pandemic, nearing the endemic. And I just appreciate you being so transparent. I cannot say it enough. I know that you have dropped so many gems. And just thank you for, you know, I often share on the show that there are there is strength in being vulnerable. So to yeah. listening right now, I really hope that you feel empowered. I hope that you feel um, related to, and I hope that you feel a sense of connection and a sense of community while listening to Living Your Truth with Tavares, because that is definitely a part of the culture here. That is definitely a part of the vibe that I want to definitely share with folks. I absolutely want people to feel comfortable, included, and safe so that they can come on and they can express however they want to. Remember, everyone's truth sounds and looks different. So we're not here to judge. We are not here to shade. We do none of that. This is a safe space. So I just want to say thank you on behalf of the entire show, everyone listening to you, Marcia, for being so transparent, for being such a leader, such an example of strength, a beacon of light. I mean, you have, wow, 
Wow, wow, wow. Let the people know if they want to get a hold of you on social media, where can they get a hold of you at? Yes, 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 people. First and foremost, thank you for tuning in. I love being on, on the show, Living Your Truth with Tavares Garrett. Yes, I had a great time. I love just being honest, raw, and transparent. I think that's why uh, so many people are drawn to me because I keep it real. You know, yeah. I'm not going to give you what I think you want to hear. I'm going to tell you what it is. Um, so you can find me on our Instagram at Marcia Hawkins. That's spelled M-A-R-C-E-I-A Hawkins, H-A. W-K-I-N-S, at Marcia Hawkins on Instagram. Uh, go ahead and follow me. I'll follow you back. And, um, you know, look out for some big things coming for me uh, this year. Now that my mom is progressing, I was really focused on her. But now I'm going to get back to the hosting and the red carpets and that aspect of my purpose. And uh, I'm sure you, you'll be seeing some more content from me coming in the very near future. Thank you so much, Marcia. Thank you. Thank you again. I appreciate everything that you share today. We're, we're going to have you back, right? You're coming back. Absolutely. I got you. Okay, I got you. Absolutely. And look, for everyone, I hope you guys enjoyed today's show, the beginning of season two. It is going to be on fire the entire season. There's so much more to come. And so we are looking to definitely really promote the love the organic nature of living your truth. I want everyone to be able to understand that it is okay to be vulnerable. It is okay to feel weak at times because where there is weakness, there's going to be strength. So we definitely want everyone to understand that, hey, if you fall down, it's all right. Dust yourself off, get up, and let's give it a go again. Until the next time, be sure to check us out online Living Your Truth podcast on TikTok, IG, and Facebook. And on Twitter, it's L-I-V-I-N-U-R, truth. And please go ahead and email us at livingyourtruthpodcast at gmail.com. I am Tavares. Until the next time, be the best versions of yourself and always live your truth. Peace. Hey, you guys, Tavares here from Living Your Truth Podcast. I just wanted to say thank you so much to everybody who is on social media showing love. If you've liked a picture on Instagram or you liked a post on Facebook or Twitter, I see y'all. We appreciate it over here. Absolutely appreciate it because that's your time and that's your energy. Please also, be sure to subscribe wherever you listen to your podcast at. That is important. I want everyone to have access to the show, and I don't want you guys to miss any of the upcoming episodes ever. Set your alerts. Be sure to follow. We will follow back. Believe that. I will follow back. I will make sure. Okay? <clears throat> Excuse me. And real quick, I don't want to act like Things aren't happening over in Ukraine. Things are happening and they're bad. So I just want to send love and to let Ukraine know we stand with them. The war is ridiculous. It was unprovoked. I still can't believe it's actually happening. I'm seeing pictures of people, men and women, holding up, taking up arms, <clears throat> holding up in tunnels underground in a, in, in, in a subway. 
That's crazy. So there's no way I could do today's episode without recognizing what's going on. So we're going to pray and we're going to pray hard and let Ukraine know that we are with them. I want you all to be safe. Love yourself and each other. Be the best versions of yourself. And until next time, live your truth. Have a good day. Hey, Tavares here from Living Your Truth Podcast with Tavares. We would be honored to represent your brand. Please send your information to livingyourtruthpodcast at gmail.com. We know you have other choices, but we would love the shot at representing your brand. Again, send your information, livingyourtruthpodcast at gmail.com. Thank you for your time. Thank you for your energy. And remember, be the best versions of yourself and live your truth. Peace. Next on Living Your Truth with Tavares. Confessions. I messed up, y'all, and I have to confess. You don't want to miss this. <laughs> yeah. That's right. Oh, yeah. Husk, what's up? Living your truth. I know what I want and I know what I need. Living my truth is really hard, but it's setting me free. Ain't got no time for the faking, cause the love is the point. If they knock me down, then I I get up, dust myself off, love myself in the best way. They want you to fall and have nothing to say. Don't make a move, don't make a move, don't make a sound, don't make a sound. I've come too far, I've come too far to give up now. I know that's right. This is living your truth.